When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast as we still continue on the offseason of the Hershey Bears. It is a September, checks notes, 5th, September 5th, 2023, as we are getting into the very, very, very fringe uh, parts of the season. The Hershey Cubs are coming in and they're getting all start up and uh, the Carter Cup still making its tour among the players, staff, and personnel. So we're just not quite there yet. I mean, heck, I haven't even debuted season three yet. I mean, trust me, I've got some things in the works. Trust me, fresh new content is on the way. But unfortunately, we got to wait till later on in the month, and I've still got some episodes and interviews and stuff in the tank before we continue on. But since we're coming out of Labor Day weekend, we're at the very end of the road trip season, let me just, I'm going to put out here one more Tales from the Road, as we have two locations we will be talking about this time. This time, one a familiar one, and one that I have not been to, but also uh, Bears fans have done as well. As always, thank you for your times, listens, and downloads, and um, there's more stuff coming on the way, I assure everyone. So, Tales from the Road, Wooster, and Providence. So, Wooster was the first trip was well, the first stop on a trip that me and the guys did back in March. This was a return to greatness for us. I mean, last week, I think I gave you my Tales from the Road NHL edition. Please go check that out. But, but, um, this was a trip that we were going to do, that we were going to be more familiar with. There was no more drive to a city, watch the game, get in the car, hotel, hotel, get in the car and drive. No, this was finally going to be what we do on a trip. We set up at a base hotel, we drive to where we need need to go, and then we'll be actually vacationing on this road trip, as opposed to a lot of a uh, a lot of travel. So, um, on back in uh, checks notes back in March, we decided we decided to uh, to do this as usual. Providence twosome was there. Double dipping in Providence on a Saturday and a Sunday? Why, yes, we will. Um, However, though, we wanted to throw something else on. You know, just two days in Providence is nice, but we kind of want something to do on a Friday if we're going to do all 
all this time. Well, why don't you just get up on Saturday morning and drive all the way out? <laughs> no! No, I am not getting up on, at 6 a.m. on a Saturday unless I'm getting paid to do it. No. No. Are you kidding me? I struggle to get up at 7 to take my wife to be at, jo- to be at Hershey Park by 8 during the summer. And I do that because she's my wife. If you know all you married folk, you know. But even then, if I'm getting up at 6 a.m. on a Saturday, I'm doing it because I'm getting paid for something. So no, no. We're going to throw something else extra in on this. And we scoured the sheet. We scoured everything we wanted. We could have done Adirondack. You know, the, the guys have been chomping at the bit to get me to Glens Falls and see the spectacular, small, packed-in Roomba Dome that is the Glens Falls Center. But no, that just wasn't meant to be. To some lacrosse, not this year, but we kept looking around and around and around, and there's Wooster, the Wooster Railers Hockey Club there in Western Massachusetts, and I'm like, hey, I've never been there. I've never been to the DCU Arena. Jesse remembers it during the Wooster Sharks days, and all right, let's go. Let's do this. So we got everything together. Uh, we drove up. We drove up to where we would be staying in Warwick, Rhode Island, which was not a bad drive out there to a, to to Wooster. We found a place where we were going to stay. Very familiar, very familiar place. We stayed. We stayed out there. It was by the the Providence Airport as well, or the Warwick Airport, um, something like that. But anyway, a really really nice three and a half to four star hotel sitting there. Why, yes, we will take that each and every time. So, it's off. So, we drive out, and we do what we usually do. Pick me up at 6, pick Joe up at Joe up at around 6.30. I'm go. What do you mean he's worked till 3.30 the previous night? Because that's what he does, and he's a masochist. So, he goes, yeah, yeah I'm tired. I'm just going to go to sleep. Whatever. Whatever. 45 minutes down, 78. <laughs> he's done. Fine. He'll sleep through me and Jesse talking talking so we do the usual 78 right out of pennsylvania baby we stop at our usual gas stations that are there i.e truck stops just get in grab a few things hop in the car and away we go back out on 78 and back to familiar territory oh look joe's waking up it is 11 after all the man's got a weird sleep schedule but He's up, we're talking, we're bullshitting and everything. We stop at the western edge of Connecticut at a nice little road stop there. Again, these are all the normal stops we are doing. We're hitting I-95 traffic traffic because, of course, we do. And it looks like there, there's a lot of stalling up ahead. We drive by. Oh, there's an accident. There's an accident on the other side, but everybody's slowing down because, hey, you want to see what this is. Uh, Joe, what's going on out there? What do we got? Uh, dark red on dark red heading west on I-95. That's not good. That's dead stop. So we drive by. We drive by. And, uh, ooh, it is a three-car. Look like guy merged really fast. And, bam, sideswiped one guy, pinballed into another. And it, it's like it, it's, it's like the big one crash there at uh, Daytona. And um, it's all right. We got to shut it all down. We got to clean up. We got to get, I don't know if there was a Jaws of Light, but there were ambulance and like four cop cars and everybody just a dead stop on I-95. Better them than us. 
Better them than us, but we keep going, we keep going. There's Bridgeport, how you doing? Keep going up, there's Hartford, ew. So we keep going our usual route, usual route, I-95, and you know, you come to the usual split out there by New Haven, Connecticut, and there's a split that will take you north. You go north, you go to Springfield. You stay east, that'll take you all the way out to Providence and or Boston, And we do the usual. We take that out there. We stop. We get some lunch. I think get some lunch. A light lunch. Stop at a usual Cracker Barrel or something. Because, well, that's what you do on a road trip. And Cracker Barrel is absolutely amazing. Even in these troubled economic times. You gotta go to what you can rely on. And my goodness, can we rely on Cracker Barrel for a really nice individual meal around $25. Hey, before the pandemic, you could get a nice hangover breakfast for under 20 bucks. But hey, hey, we're there. We're there. We eat. On we go. No food nap. No coma for me because I'm not on set. I'm still on second shift, but that's the, the dying days of me being on, being at a Quaker. But that's another show. So we get all the way out to Warwick, we get out there, we get set up, we throw things in. Isn't it nice just to stay at one hotel for a couple of days? To just stay there and not have to worry about, all right, in the morning we're packing up and we're checking out, blah, blah, blah. No, we're we're here. So, all right, kill an hour here, getting set up and set in, maybe some snacks. Get some cola on us because it might be decent at night. And we're off. We're off to Wooster uncharted territory for yours truly and and we drive out to Worcester in western Massachusetts now I'm sure some of you Bears fans may remember the Worcester Shocks where Aaron Dell came from I think Tomas Hurdle got some time out there I think but yeah uh Aaron Dell played out there and um um others escaped me but Worcester had a rather colorful American uh, Hockey League history because uh, for one time they were known as um, the Worcester Ice Cats. Yes, that was a thing. The Worcester Ice Cats, let me just pull up the wiki page for them, um, around from 1994 to 2005, um, having the colors of teal, blue, and silver, They were the affiliates of the St. Louis Blues, Ottawa Senators, and New York Islanders, not necessarily in that order. Uh, They were the Springfield Indians before they moved. That was the 50s, 60s, and 70s incarnation of the Springfield Indians slash Kings. They were before the Syracuse Warriors. Again, the Springfield Indians from 35 to 51, but originally starting out as the Quebec Beavers. (laughs) Oh, what? The Quebec Beavers. <laughs> Canadian Beaver. <laughs> nice Beaver. Thanks, I just got it stuffed. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to. If you know that joke, God bless you for it. But what the hell? The Quebec Beavers. <laughs> uh, actually, we're a team in the Canadian American Hockey League from 1926 to 1935. 
there you go. Unfortunately, the Wooster Ice Cats would move out to Peoria and become eventually become the Peoria Rivermen, who would thus begot the Utica Comets, who would thus begot the Abbotsford Canucks. Uh, just give me a second here. Uh, but yeah, the Wooster Ice Cats would eventually become the Wooster Sharks as well. Played in there from Worcester from 2006 to 2015. Uh, they were the affiliate of the San Jose Sharks and no one else. They would eventually move out west and become the San Jose Barracuda. Um, notable team captains from them. Graham Mink, former Bear. Jay Leach, Mike Moore, former Bear. Brian Lurg, Rob Davidson. Such all-stars as Alex Stalock. Cool. Justin Braun, hey! Jonathan Chichu, okay, a lot of 2010 Sharks that helped out with their one, with, with their run. Uh, Matt Taramina there as well. Other alumni include Steve Bernier, Justin Braun, Matt Carlisle, Jonathan Chichu, Aaron Dale, Dylan DeMello, Tomas Grice, I'm skipping over some, uh, Matt Irwin as well, Tyler Kennedy, Tim Kennedy, Claude Lemieux, Jamie McGinn, Mike Moore, Douglas The Murray, Jumbo Joe Pavelski, uh, Devin Setacucci, Alex Delac, Matt Tyson, as well, Tommy Wingles, Mark Edward Vlasic, as well. So, yeah, a lot of 2010 Sharks actually came through Wooster. Who knew? Who would have thunk of it? But, but once the Sharks moved out, Wooster would become the Wooster Railers which is an ECHL club, and they are the proud affiliates of the New York Islanders. But hey, hey, I'm not going to judge. I just want to go out and see these guys. Came into the ECHL in 1718 and wear the colors of steel, blue, gray, and white. Cool. Good for them. They are the affiliates of the Bridgeport Islanders and the New York Islanders as well. So we drive out there, and I'm ready I'm ready for this. And we go into the city of Worcester, Massachusetts. And, oh, okay. This is an older city. Very industrial. Very blue collar. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of San Jose Sharks fans out here. Sure. I'm sure there's a lot of St. Louis Blues fans out here. Jeez. The, the, the San Jose Sharks affiliate was here in western Massachusetts. Ulf Marone. These guys were also part of the infamous Northeast Mafia of the American Hockey League, where you had the entire Northeast team, like, congregation that consisted of Providence, Worcester, Portland, Hartfield, Hartford, Bridgeport, Springfield, that Adirondack and Albany, let's throw, throw them in as well. And Manchester for good sport. Those are nine teams all within 300 miles of each other. Nine to ten teams all within a nice clump in the Northeast. Oh, the rivalries that came from that. Sometimes I miss the five division days of the American Hockey League. Sometimes I'm, I, I, I miss those days. But hard to do with such a spread out league these days. But Wooster is a part of the ECHL. And uh, ECHL is, is very low budget at times. But... I don't knock them. I like going to the Reading Royals and seeing a game there once or twice a year. I like going out to Reading. I do. City's a bit of a dump, but 
it's a, it's a nice arena. Santana Arena is nice. Maybe I'll get out to Wheeling someday just to say that I did. Maybe I'll get out there sometime. Again, I'd like to see Adirondack sometime. Maybe Bingo will get one one of these days if the owner ever pulls his head out of his butt and actually wants to do it. But anyway, you know, we're out there. It's Wusta versus Adirondack. Cool. All right. So we get in. We pull into this nice parking garage that's adjacent to the arena. We walk up and, oh, this is one of those that's an arena attached to a convention center. Okay. So we walk up to the end of the block and you see the flags, the blue flags for railers hockey. Okay. Cool. All right. And we walk up to the entrance and, uh, oh, boy, um, low entrance. Not a lot of people here. I know they're the Islanders affiliates, but I'm seeing a lot of Bruins jerseys here. A lot of Bruins jerseys. Just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But open up the doors at 6 and away we go. We're wearing our bear stuff. And we walk into the DCU Center. And if I had a cricket sound effect, I'd be playing it. We walk in and there's a nice, nice area when you get out there in front. Merchandise stuff, raffles, inflatable hockey area. Um, what is that? Support to buy new seats for the arena? Was this a minor league hockey movie? Okay. We start to walk around and there's empty halls. And for much as people complain that, oh, well, there's not enough staffing at Giant Center. Well, I went to, to the DCU arena where there was a lot of staffing. Ain't a lot of people there at six. It's a Friday night in Western Massachusetts. What the hell else are you guys going to do? I mean, Red Sox spring training's happening, but these are empty hallways. And I pass by vendor stands who have fully stocked shelves. We walk by this one place that sells popcorn. They got like 12 bags of popcorn already, already prepped, already in the bag, just sitting there under hot lamps. I felt like Gordon Ramsay going, what are you doing? Who are you making all this goddamn popcorn for? You expect a bloody flood to come in? Who are you making that for? That, that stuff's not going to last till seven. You're wasting product. Wow. Okay. We walk around some more and, oh, hey, there's one of those um, um, modern filtering fill-up water station things you know the ones you place a water bottle underneath and it says here's how many plastic bottles we saved thing if you put your water bottle underneath it's triple filtered and you know it's somewhere someplace some warehouses have this i'm like okay cool i walk up to it and the filter's on red uh-oh nope nope i'll pay five dollars for bottled water i am not trusting city water nope and so we go out to the in, in into to the to the oh god the bowl the seating bowl and the DCU set center is wide spread out seating like there's the arena and the sit and the seating is a low slope that goes outwards for concerts that's great for hockey ugh. and the sight lines on these things my goodness did they suck there's some corner seats where you're staring directly at the um at your own goal, but you have to crean your head the other way if you want to see what's going on at the other end. 
Okay. The upper arenas, this 200 bulls tarped off because they average checks notes. Only 28 people, 100 people. Lovely. But hey, 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 I shouldn't judge. I'm here to watch hockey. And we watch the game, and it's it's the Railers versus the Thunder. It's ECHL hockey. It's exactly what you think think it is. But the Railers actually do do score, and we hear and we hear that's a train horn. Okay, that goes off, and it's three short blasts, and I hear a familiar tune. Da 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 da. da. Hey, wait a minute. I thought after all the allegations, nobody played Rock and Roll Part 2 anymore. I thought that was silently blacklisted off of all arenas. And you've got and you have players on the screen doing fake clapping after a goal or doing the train choo-choo rail thing, the locomotion as they're going by. It's it's East Coast hockey things. I'm not going to knock them too too much, but at the beginning of every period, we hear this and after every goal, we hear this. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Woo! Okay. The hell? I, I, I felt like Krusty the Clown. The hell is that? What the? Is that a Wooster thing? Is that a Wooster thing? It probably is. It probably is. But anyway, it was a nice arena. The, the mascot there... Who was a rail yard dog named Railer. Yeah. Nice guy. Gave us a high five, pointed to our jerseys. He remembered the Bears. And it was a nice place. It was. I'm not going to knock it too much because it is an ECHL building. And the fans there that went really do like it. Like there was a little kid running around the seating bowl giving everybody high fives. Cool. Good, good for them. We had a couple people below us that were drunk, but okay, it's hockey. It happens. So um, that was pretty much it for uh, for Wooster. It was definitely a thing that happened, and I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. It's another it's another building I can check off. It's another building that I can say I've been to, and another one you can just take off the board. But gonna take a short break here, here uh, everyone, and we're gonna have a word from our sponsor. And once we get back, we're gonna tackle Providence right after this. Hey, Bears fans, can you believe it? We went seven months without an NFL game. I know, crazy, isn't it? Well, good thing that's over because Lord Football has returned to us, and the National Football League is here and DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL is giving you a can't miss offer for week one this week new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet five bucks on any National Football League game DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness all customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game this September check the app to see what you can get Download now and use code THPN to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly for bet for just betting 5 bucks. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Valid in Ontario. CDKNG.co slash football for eligibility. Terms responsible for eligibility. Terms responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. And now... On with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Tales from the Road. Wooster and Providence edition. Thank you so much to our sponsor, DraftKings, for the sponsor of this podcast. Yes, I know, folks, Lord Football is back. But that also means hockey ain't too far off. Mm. Little sip of Perrier there. So let's get let's continue on on it. After we got out of Wooster, it was all the way back to Warwick, Rhode Island, and for the two days of Providence hockey that was awaiting us. And of course, our little one, Petey, so excited to go back home. I got him in Providence, our little small bear, the unofficial fifth mascot of the Hershey Bears. He always loves going back to the Dunkin' Donuts Center, but alas, it is not called the Dunkin' Donuts Center anymore, ladies and gentlemen. But that morning we wake up. That morning we wake up. And it's one of those Saturdays during the hockey season where there is like 12 games on. Games starting at noon and running all the way to midnight. My God, it's a buffet. Look at this. Oh, boy. Like, so we we order, order some dominoes. I do some weights in the morning. And, you know, we kind of look. We load up on carbs and protein because, my God, do we. And we watch... Boston and and uh, and Pittsburgh, and even me bo- being a loyal Pens fans, going yeah, this is not going to end well. So um, so after that, after the game, we watch a little bit of the next game that's on, and we're like, okay, gotta get to the arena. Actually, no, it wasn't Boston versus Pittsburgh. I think it was Pittsburgh and Philly in a late game, and Boston in an early one against someone, New Jersey. I don't know. Anyway, after round three, we're like, okay, let's head, let's head into Providence. And we drive in. It's about an hour's drive. We get Saturday afternoon traffic, hell of a lot better than Friday night traffic. And we drive in and we park at the garage because that's what we do. We just park there and we go in and there's the arena. There's the arena, but it's not the Dunkin' Donuts Center anymore. no. It's not the dunk. It's not even the Duncan Center anymore. No. Azacor Insurance Pavilion. That's what it's called now. AIP. Azacor Insurance Pavilion. Damn you, corporate branding! <sighs> Gosh. Even Petey was like, Daddy, why is it not Dunkin' Donuts Center anymore? Well, you see their son... I'll teach you about corporate greed when we grow up, when you grow up. So like, okay, so we go in and as always, you can walk into the outer concourse 
and just walk up a little ramp to the right and walk right over to to the mall, which as is we always do, and they're having some sort of you know meetings over there. They're at the Rhode Island Convention Center, and it's apparently about something to do with fishing. Okay, fine, whatever. Just keep walking. Don't make eye contact. And it's over the bridge, right into the mall, do a couple laps, walk around, work some of that meal off, and it's time to walk back into Providence. Into Providence as the Bears and the Providence Bruins go at it for the second time in a week. Nice little scheduling part where the Bears played Providence at home the following Thursday and then go to play them two games up in Providence. Bears were hitting a little bit of a midseason slump, but I'd much rather take playing in a slump in March than playing in a slump in May. So, so we go back in. We go back into a, to Providence, and instead of sitting up in our usual 200 corner where we're usually with Zach, we tried something different. We actually sat down near the tunnel where the Bears come out. Because the sight lines in Providence, well, it's not the best. Providence is an old arena that's low and built out. And it's it does have 102 level seating. If you go into the 200, you know you're kind of farther out from the action. Hell, even the TV sight lines aren't that great. It's probably the worst in all the Atlantic Division. That place is not built for television hockey. So, so we're we're down there, and I forget the section that that we were in. But we're sitting there right above the tunnel where the boys come out, and I like that. We're down among the people. We're wearing our bear stuff, and as usual. Out come the boys. We give the fist pumps as they go out, and we start talking. Getting they skate out, but something else kind of happened before that. That we walked around, and there was the Providence Bruins game worn stand. They, they sell all their game worn stuff, and I looked at the stuff they had, and I'm like, Ah, you don't have it. And the one lady looks at me and goes, What? What are you looking for? I go. I'm a Paul Carey collector. I like having him, and um, the one black jersey in this collection is the one I'm missing. So um, I saw it on your website. It's for 600 That's a little too rich for my blood. Lady looks at me and goes, tell you what, $500. I'll let you walk right out the door with it. it excuse me? 500 Walk out the door? Yes, sir. 500 and it's yours. Can I come back at the end of the second? Sure. Absolutely. And I look at Joe and look at Jesse and they're like, you better do this. You're not going to find a better deal for the last one that, that you need for for the collection. I was knocking the closet door where, where it was in. Because it's the last one I do need. One I do need for him. And we walk around some more. And I take a look at some collection stuff that I have. Realizing some stuff I need to get rid of. But I can pull this off. I can do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy this jersey. And we also take a stop in the uh, team merchandise store that's where i adopted Petey. and we walk around and they they have the same model bear that does as him but there's a lot more there's bigger bears there's monkeys there's some lions there's even some tigers there too and i'm not going to say that joke because all of you are thinking it I'm like wow they really beefed up their stuffed animal game why are they doing this looks over notes oh their first ever teddy bear toss is next week. That's why. So, so we actually do pick up. We adopt a new child, um, one that is a tiger. One his name is Tigger. 
It's just what he gets named. He has a Providence sweatshirt. He's now Petey's unofficial cousin. So, unfortunately, the Bears end up losing on Saturday. Tough game. Tough loss. But it was a good angle. We'd still talk to the boys. And I was upset. We were up 2-0. Providence bounces back like they always do. And we just can't get a win in that building. And we were already assuming we're going to play them in the playoffs this year. And, and probably won the stupid best of five series. So we get back to the hotel. Yeah, what a, yeah, yeah, we're upset. We go right to the bar off to the left. And I'm like, you know what? I'm on vacation. Irish lemonade? That sounds good. We'll have some. One for all three of us. We get a drink of ours and we do a, the obligatory Facebook picture of us because, well, you have to. And me and Joe, Jesse starts drinking. You know, we're all back at the hotel just in case all of you start worrying. And we start drinking, we start drinking. And I'm like, this drink's really good. <laughs> Feeling a little hazy there. <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe we can't beat Providence. It's a nice night out. It's a nice night <laughs> Joe's laughing too. <laughs> mm, this drink's really good. <laughs> Oh, man, the room feels hazy for whatever reason. Man, what's going on here? Oh, this drink's great. It's fruity. It's got a little bite to it. It's Irish lemonade. It's great. (laughs) Oh, man. Man, I'm feeling good. Joe's feeling good. (laughs) Feeling a little too good here. Wait a minute. Are we buzzed? Are we buzzed borderline drunk? I can't be. We had a massive meal 10 hours. 10 hours. Oh, no. We drank on an empty stomach. An inadvertently empty stomach. Oh, no. Oh, no. Great. I'm sloshed. Joe's getting there. Thankfully, we're both laughing drunks. And we're still drinking, but Jesse stopped around halfway with his. He doesn't feel any... Doesn't feel too much from it, but we're like, oh, no. We drank while on an empty stomach. Why'd you do this? And why is everything so funny? Oh my gosh. But but we're at the hotel. We're not going to drive. We're smarter than that. We're like, okay. Okay, we can't finish these. Well, maybe a little bit. All right. I mean, hell, in for a mad penny, in for a mad pound at this point. Did I drunk text my wife? No. No, I didn't. Because we still at least had the right frame of mind like, okay, we need to get back up to the hotel room. We need to get back up to the room. Get up. Can we walk? Yes, we can. We can. Mm, Yes, we can walk. We can walk. Bartender's like, are you guys okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're good. We should be. All we got to do is go up to the third floor. She goes, I've seen people collapse after they've gotten drunk. (laughs) We should be able to carry one another. So we get out, we get to the hotel, we get to the elevator, we get back up. Oh, man. Ugh. Why won't this hazy feeling go away? My tummy feels warm, though. Why won't this go away? We go back to the room. Joe breaks out of Snyder's of Hanover, passes us, and we just started downing pretzels. Downing pretzels. Because all of you know that that's why, why you eat pretzels when you're drinking beer. It's going to absorb the alcohol very quickly. And I have about three or four pretzel rods, and you can feel the haziness going away a little bit. I'm like, oh, shh. Oh, God, that's that's better. We need water, don't we? 
He goes, yeah. Toss me one. Start drinking. You guys okay? Jesse gives a thumbs up and Joe's like, yeah, we're fine. We're good. And it's not like we're going anywhere. So we get to around, it's probably around like midnight, 1230. Like, okay. We know we got to check out, but I'm feeling hazy and I'm tired. Okay. I'm not going to text the wife goodnight. I think I do say night or something. I'm like, okay. Will I be able to sleep? <sighs> Done. Out. I think that's one of the fastest fall sleeps I've ever had. And I get up. It's around 8.30. And, I'm, and we've had this on road trips before. But I think I had an alarm set for like 8.30 or something. Or I wake up at like 8.00. And it's one of those you just grab yourself out of bed. You're like, oh, God. Oh, God. Wakes up. What happened to us last night? Wait. Looks over at this. Wallet. Good. All the credit cards are in there. Even better. I don't have a headache. That's good. But boy, am I sluggish this morning. Mm. Mm. Gets up. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Jesse's still there, twisted himself in knots and in blankets and pillows and one pillow he always brings along. And I'm like, Jesse, you all right? He just nods looking at his tablet. Joe, <sighs> yeah, he's still out. Well, I'm sure some of you ask, aren't you going to go wake him up? No, no, no. I found that out the hard way. But hit the bathroom, get a shower. Oh, God. I need that. We'll still need an energy drink this morning, though. Drink that. Get some water in me. And we walk downstairs. And it's full of families. Lovely. Because I've worked in a hotel enough to know that Sunday morning is last last meal, eat and go. It'll be packed with people. But, but it's one of those mornings where you have one of those silent realization mornings. Joe's up. He, I'm like, you okay? Mm. Jesse, yeah, yeah, all right, all right. And again, we're, we're not, we're not hung over. We're just groggy. Like, let's go down and get some breakfast. We walk down, we get some breakfast. And the one lady goes, how are you guys feeling this morning? We're good, just a little sluggish, that's all. That's all. And we sit down, we sit down at the breakfast table and like, we're, we're going to the buffet, we're eating, making sure to get some carbs in us, me, I'm trying to get a little protein in me. It's just one of those silent realization mornings. And when I ever get the guys out to Vegas with me, I have a feeling we're going to have one of those mornings where we're all just going to be like stupidly hungover and just be like, no talking before coffee and maybe an Egg McMuffin. And you just sit there stewing in your post hungover morning glaze. That's the closest thing like we had to experience. And I'm sure... You men out there that are listening that have had some of those drunken nights, you're going, yeah, I know that feeling. But alas, we had a hockey game to get to, to which we went there and watched the Bears get absolutely shellacked. And Vinny Letary get a hat trick. Yep. Me, I'm angry tweeting. I'm angry responsing on Facebook. I'm like, we're not going to be able to beat these guys if we play them in the playoffs. We're not. We can't even beat these guys during the regular season. We get on the road because we know it's a long trip back home. The game's done at around 5.30, but that's still six hours back home. 
And we drive and we drive and we drive. Our usual stops, Jesse's hauling ass through I-95. We're getting through I-95 and we're getting through the, the western part of Connecticut. And we're driving along. There's a... Eh, looks like an old tow truck ahead of us. Do, 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 do. Dunk! What the hell? What the hell was that? Something hit the car. Feels like it hit the roof. What the hell was that? It's like a bullet hit. But it wasn't a bullet. We, we know. Jesse, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Joe, you okay? Yeah, we're good. Any damage? Done, none, none we could see. We pull over at the, uh, at the rest stop just before the edge of Connecticut. And we go to look at what it was. And we find a nice size dimed indent right above our windshield. And considering it was an old tow truck that was ahead of us, I'd be willing to bet it was a bolt or a piece of equipment that flew off and hit us. And we lucked out. Because if that's really a bolt, and as fast as that thing hit us, as fast as we were traveling, probably 75 on I- 75 on 95, that thing hits our windshield, it shattered, and we're done for the night. And we are done. So, thank goodness. Even if that hits the hood, that could bounce up and still hit the windshield and do some damage. And again, we'd be done for the night. Just just, just done. But we get on the road to Connecticut. Hit the usual 95 through Jersey. We don't even do our stop because we're making good time and we cut right back into Pennsylvania. And we all get home. We all get home. Joe gets dropped off. I get dropped off. Jesse heads home. I come home and there's the wifey. She's in bed. She's sleeping. It's midnight. Because of course she will be. And that ends. That ends that. Another road trip in the books and a very successful one as well. And that concludes Tales from the Road. Wooster and Providence. We're going to get another one in next season. Because we're looking at Charlotte next year. And definitely love going down to North Carolina, the southern tier of North Carolina for some hockey down there. So that'll do it for Tales from the Road, Wooster and Providence. So make sure you go visit our sponsor. You know, if you like this, subscribe to the podcast as well. We got a few more episodes in the tank. We will have the best of the playoffs coming up and a special episode coming up as well and the season three premiere at the end of the month. Thank you all for listening. My name's Richard Blosser, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family 
who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Thank you.